That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. So this guy that did the fire festival is actually trying to bring it back after spending some time in jail. There's no lineup. It's an unknown date. Nobody knows exactly where it's going to be other than somewhere out in the Caribbean. And it's going to cost somewhere between five and eight thousand dollars to attend this thing. If you haven't seen the documentary about what a massive flop this festival was the first time around, a bunch of people showed up on an island where there were some tents, some crappy food, and no concert. Nobody got their money back, they were given cheese sandwiches, and they were promised a big world of beautiful, exotic whatevers. It was basically fraud. And now this guy's out of jail and he's throwing another festival and people are already signing up. Apparently a bunch of kids want to go to this thing just to witness and experience the train wreck, which is bizarre. I mean, Woodstock was a disaster, and I can see why they tried to recreate that. I guess a lot of people just want to experience something, even if it's bad. So they're going to try paying parents 300 bucks a month in Philadelphia to drop off and pick up their kids from school. They'll even pay 150 a month if you drop off your kid and then let them ride the bus home. Which seems like a pretty good idea, especially for the inner city where people could use a little bit of extra cash. 300 bucks could be a car payment. What we really need is to get these cheese wagons to quit stopping every 15 feet to pick up kids, make them walk to a designated area, and then get on the bus at the same time. Apparently, it's because of a school bus driver shortage, which is understandable. One of my worst nightmares would be to get paid close to minimum wage to be trapped in a steel tube with a bunch of screaming brats that have no accountability. But just imagine the logistics here. If everybody gets on board, those drop-off lines at the schools are going to be 10 times longer than they ever have been before. Enjoy your 45-minute wait. There's a new AI app that allows you to text with Jesus, and Satan, for that matter. Designed with devoted Christians in mind, Text with Jesus promises interaction with figures like Jesus, Mary, Joseph, Peter, and Matthew. The app also lets you talk with Satan, but... You know, don't get your hopes up of some crazy, fun guy to talk to. The Satan in this app they call Text with Jesus is like incredibly chill and down with the Bible. I mean, why not, right? I mean, the Bible talks nonstop about forgiveness. What if in the end times, after everything's all said and done and the dust has settled, that God ends up forgiving Satan? That's probably considered blasphemy to a lot of people, but it's a thought I've carried with me since childhood. So deal with it. They're also talking about ChatGPT in the news again, saying that it can replicate your doctor surprisingly well. It was found to be 72% accurate in clinical decision-making in healthcare settings. It's nowhere near the point where it could give you prescriptions yet, but experts say give it 10 or 20 years, and that could be a reality. You're going to have AI doctors, therapists, you name it. 10 years from now, there'll be nothing left for humans to do but to sit back and listen to podcasts produced by artificial intelligence. Let's check today's top headlines at Newsweek.com. Ann Coulter rips into Trump saying that he can barely speak English. If you'd have told me 10 or 15 years ago that Ann Coulter would be one of the sanest voices coming from the right when it comes to Donald Trump, I would not have believed you. And she's been surprisingly consistent. 
You got to give it to her. She sticks to her guns. I don't believe a lot of the stuff Ann Coulter's into. And she's taken a lot of grief. It's probably cost her a lot of money over the years. Like her or hate her, she's always had a really firm grasp on what's going on in the GOP. And she doesn't back down. And for that, I give her credit. Donald Trump is giving Rudy Giuliani some money and fears that he's going to flip. Yeah, today we got to see Rudy's mugshot, which was a heartwarming blessing this afternoon. But you know, nothing is ever going to quite add up to the spectacle of the Four Seasons landscaping fiasco. Joe Biden's communications team is under pressure after the Maui speech disaster, you think? Biden's student loan cancellation update borrowers are now able to apply. Is this on again, off again nonsense? And Yevgeny Pergozin, sweet revenge or another Kremlin coincidence at Newsweek.com opinion. Reports today that a plane he was on fell out of the sky in Russia and exploded into a million pieces and he was on board. Supposedly, we don't know yet. It's a developing story. Be sure to check out Newsweek.com as the story develops. Enjoy the debates tonight if you haven't already watched them. I think the game tonight is to take a shot of tequila every time they say the word Trump. We'll be sure to cover it here tomorrow unless it's an absolute snore fest, which is entirely possible. I mean, all the energy has kind of been sucked out of the room by you-know-who. If I was going to predict how it's going to go tonight, I'll say that Christy will probably dominate because he is an absolute pit bull in this kind of a format. And in all reality, he'd probably be a great president if he could just simply do one thing. And I think we all know exactly what it is. I'm not talking about Bridgegate. For Newsweek Radio, I'm Jesse Edwards.